Welcome back to the Salted Caramel Podcast, the podcast where we get to blast faith stories to the ends of the world, all over Spain and Canada, Montreal. That's that's honestly where a lot of our listeners come from. So I'm David Cook, the Stewardship Director from Our Lady Mount Carmel, and with me is a very elegant Jody Curtis. Jody, who are our guests? plural guests today. Yeah. So for the first time today, we have a couple. We have both Brent and Dee Diltz. Thank you so much for joining us today. And tell us a little bit about yourselves and your role and connection to Our Lady Mount Carmel. Ladies first. Mm. <laughs> Such a gentleman. <laughs> uh, we have been parishioners for four years. And um, we came into the church in a large part due to our daughter attending Garen Catholic and converting her senior year and us following her in the following year. Sweet. And that's the whole story. Our podcast is done. (laughs) So how has it been being involved those four years? What have you guys done? Well, we have uh, done quite a bit um, yeah. early on. Um, there was a lot to learn, obviously. So um, I uh, started attending daily mass just nice. to learn the mass, quite frankly. And uh, from there, that has uh, evolved with some help from some senior members of our church into uh, rosary before daily mass. And uh, that then led... Uh, oh, I see what you mean by senior members now. Yeah. <laughs> the age challenge. We have some uh, some folks in our early morning group that are very persuasive. <laughs> yes. And uh, uh, they have uh, been great encouragers to, to us. And uh, so it started with daily mass for me and uh, then went to the rosary before daily mass and then now it's adoration before that, so it's an early morning. Oh. Wow! Uh, but 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 fun filled, and um, uh, after that, it led to um, um, chirp, mm. uh, which is now called welcome. And so I've been involved with that, uh, and then we uh, we both are sponsors in RCIA. Wow, you guys jumped right in. That's amazing. So we had Layla as a guest on the show earlier this year, and she told us her story, but would love to hear hear it from your perspective of how her story and her conversion impacted yours. Okay, shall we tag team it? Sure. Okay, um, Layla has always been a faith-filled person. And we were um, very committed Protestants (laughs) in a Bible-preaching church for many, many years. And Layla knew her faith well. Hmm. When um, it was determined that Layla would go to Garen Catholic, I was concerned about theology class. Who made that decision for her to go to Gary? Um, well, her siblings, uh, we thought she would follow them. And so all of them had toured many high schools. And she really pushed for Gary Catholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other two attended Culver Military Academy. Oh. So we actually assumed early on that Layla would go follow in their footsteps. But uh she threw a major curveball <laughs> and uh, said she wanted to go to this uh, Garen uh, school. And 
We said, well, honey, that's Garen Catholic <laughs> High School. And uh, so she convinced us uh, for, for many reasons, uh, the academics, the, the athletics. She was a soccer player and uh, did well there. And, um, but but the, one of the final things was when she toured, well, first of all, we only knew three families in the school. And um, but when she came back from that day touring, she said they pray before every class. Uh, so how could we argue yeah. with that? <laughs> yeah, <in> the coffin. <laughs> Early on, we did a just cursory look into Catholicism and such, and um, determined that oh gosh, we we agree on more than we disagree. This should be this should be no problem, okay. and uh, and it wasn't a problem for. Uh, three of the four years, <laughs> and then at, at one uh, evening, she informs us that we need to have a talk. Uh oh. And yes, and uh, when your what seventeen-year-old daughter says you want, there could she be needs worse to have things. a talk. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that got got our attention. So uh -huh. uh, uh, we 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 had the talk, and uh, she said, uh, uh, "I am being led into the Roman Catholic Church by the Holy Spirit." Hmm. To which I said, uh, see, that's exactly why we didn't want you going to that Catholic school in the first place. They converted you. And uh, it was a it was a big it was a big deal. It was a big deal to us. And uh, was there a little falling out between you two? Or? <laughs> well, it was short lived. But, okay. but we uh, we were concerned. And so at that point, then versus just this cursory look into the church, we did a real dig deep and. Uh, uh, led by my wife and her uh, academics, uh, for lack of a better word. We had every book we could get our hands on, and she read most of them, and I looked at the pictures. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but we really did have a, a, a very dig deep uh, dive into the church and theology, and, and uh, I came a, a away from that uh, experience really just understanding that 90% of what I thought about the Catholic Church and uh, the theology and such was at best misinformation and at worst was flat out wrong. Mm -hmm. And uh, truth, uh, the, the Holy Spirit uh, um, exposed the truth to us. And at that point, um, we really had no choice but to to follow our the leading of the Holy Spirit and follow our daughter into yeah. the church. Um, How long after in between the two confirmations, Baptist? A year. A year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, we in our. I was starting to feel very um, disobedient, so um, got to that point, and then we. I was struggling with authority in our own walk and our own journey. Authority and um, many layers to that, um, from the music to the teaching to many layers. And so, um, you know, God's timing is perfect. Mm -hmm. And then we um, jumped into our CIA and... Um, the last pillar to fall for me was the Marian doctrine and, mm -hmm. um, that I struggled with for quite a while. 
And um, we are so thankful. Thankful for the journey. We're thankful that um, Layla was brave. Super brave. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people wouldn't do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She had, she had, when she came to us, she said, I was actually going to wait until I was in college. But I've decided, um, what am I waiting for? Right. Mm -hmm. So up until that point, we didn't realize she was seriously contemplating that. Um, She had been one of the few Protestants in a Catholic high school. And she was a soccer player and committed playing in soccer in college and had committed quite young. So she was going to a Christian college. So she ended up being (laughs) one of a very few Catholics in seven that was seven thousand kids on campus. Mm. So we you know we know God has plans for her yeah. and was preparing her yeah. for that. And, yeah. Um and how has this impacted your life then after you yeah. joined mm. the church? And- tremendously, tremendously. Um I I had no even concept of um I remember a, a buddy of mine looking back there's so many people that God had put in in our paths that uh, were just dominoes, and they all began to fall. And <laughs> I do remember a, um, a buddy of mine at work, and he was attending daily mass. And as a as a Protestant, I just I was like, so you go to church every day? <laughs> you know, what does that mean? How does that work? Uh, does everybody come and you dress up and you know and go every day because uh, you know it's a special day as a Protestant, yeah, yeah. of course. And uh, so it was. That's really how. Uh, again, how it started for me was just uh, attending daily mass, and, and uh, it has been a true true blessing. And where. It just seemed as a as a Protestant, it seemed like it was uh, our Sundays certainly were um, revolved around church and such. But you know, it was one out of seven days, and and now it every day is mm-hmm. uh, is, is surrounded by church and activities yeah. and changes your relationship with God for sure. It did, <laughs> it did absolutely. And, right, and my perspective of God and who He is and how He works and nice. what He wants from us and. You, would you say your prayer life's different as you from Protestant to Catholicism? Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. I used to have to make up all my own prayers, and now, <laughs> they got now they're, just print, they're just printed right there for you. That's awesome. It is. It's tremendous. Uh, <laughs> Two thousand years of prayers. <laughs> yeah, these, these folks really know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that has That's been fun, fun, though. I. I now the say the divine mercy in the mornings uh, mm-hmm. at adoration and that's a beautiful prayer. Nice and uh, of course rosary every day and yeah and um, we have a, a little a prayer um, journal and and a prayer chain so to speak for our, our, our parish and uh, we do that every morning also right literally right before rosary. So it um, my prayer life has been expanded tremendously. Wow, nice. How did how did this affect your other two kids? Mm. Um, I think confusion yeah. was and still confusion. <laughs> um, Layla's for sure the favorite though now. <laughs> <laughs> In her own mind. <laughs> um, they 
Part of that confusion may be also with the um, challenges that we had in sort of leaving our church. <laughs> um, what kind of challenges? Like they fought it well, or your friends we were We were in, involved in small group and we'd mm-hmm. been in that church for 15 years or mm-hmm. so. And um, it, it really wasn't pleasant. And we knew, and Layla knew before us, she was involved in small group. And her friends to this day are from that small group are still really close. They still get together. Um, and our friends from small group were not joyful for us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I would say that the one that was most concerned slash ugly about it <laughs> um, had been a Catholic. Uh-huh. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that that was um, that was hard to leave that community um, that we were so committed to. And we yeah. yeah. And it was hard to defend then because we were rookies, mm-hmm. uh, and so it was uh, we we felt we had a handle on the theology and the. the the sacraments and the Marian doctrine and the, the Pope and, and salvation and the real presence of Eucharist, the Christ in the Eucharist, etc. But we struggled, or I did at least, to communicate the why back. Whereas now I would uh, really look forward to that conversation. Unfortunately, we don't have the same relationship now. So yeah, it's, yeah. it's not as easy to do. Not that I'm now a, a scholar on any of the above, but certainly I'm... Still, um, yeah. Um, not where we were at our rookie year. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And and also got pushed back from extended family. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, Protestantism runs deep in our both of our families. We <laughs> wow. we both grew up uh, in the United Methodist Church, mm. and um, uh, once we were married and, and began to raise our family and such, we, and we were kind of looking. Uh, we found pretty quickly that the United Methodist Church was um, uh, far too liberal for us. So we began searching other denominations and and have been through a lot of them, <laughs> a good a good half dozen. And uh, uh, it just becomes looking back, it becomes pretty obvious that. But when you're in the middle of it, you don't you don't know that. But uh, looking at it from the other side, it's. Uh, you just go where you're comfortable and where you hear what you want to hear. Yeah. And uh, if you don't like it, you just head down the street uh, yeah. until you find one that you do. Right. And, uh, right. So do you guys hear things you don't want to hear at the Catholic Church? <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, not as much as I'd want to. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I would prefer uh, to be challenged and I am challenged exponentially more than mm-hmm. I was before but still I think there's a lot more challenge that we could all uh, Amen. have but anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know at um, Our Lady we like to say we're grateful no matter what what are each of you most grateful for as um, as Brent was talking I it occurred to me that I am grateful for the legacy of the believers in front of me, behind me, I guess, behind me, um, that um, 
you know, grandparents and so forth that had a faith walk. And for those friends that planted seeds along the way, you know, I can, I can name those. I can name people from Our Lady, many people from Our Lady that um, we were in relationship with years and years ago that um, had invited us to mass and, and, um, and we went, we went many times when we were out of time, out of town traveling. Um, With soccer, parents of other soccer players, you're always gone on the weekends. Yeah. But no other Protestants went. Layla and I would go. You know, I didn't, I didn't go. They would, I would be asked to mass and mass. No, no. Oh, thank you. No, thank you. No. And um, just, you know, you can see God's, how he's woven that tapestry through the whole thing. One of my, my very first mass that I went to at, at Garen, or my very first all school. And I rarely missed. I went to most all schools, which is odd. When I think back on that, uh huh. But the very first one I I went to and um, didn't know anybody at Garen, and I happened to sit down next to this lady, and she is telling me this story about her daughter that was then a senior, and how the daughter came into the church, and now the whole family's Catholic. And, oh. and I reflect back on that story now, and it just makes me You chuckle. probably thought, that'll never happen That's to so our family. To <laughs> I, yeah. I thought in my fleshy smugness <laughs> that that lady did not know. She was not a believer, and she did not know her faith, and that mm. she could follow a child. You yeah. know, again, I... God just goes, hee <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could totally, I love how you mentioned the seeds planted, but you even mentioned something I've never thought about is the generational seeds, like your, your grandparents and their parents before them mm-hmm. leading up to this way. So Lord's always just been planted. And then it even took another generation, your own daughter to mm-hmm. even get you to go, yeah. you know? Yes. So it's like, I mean, everybody's going to become Catholic in the end. <laughs> you know, to get to heaven sooner or later, right? <laughs> so, yes. so, it shows how God's always working for that. That's unreal. I think. I think the good Lord knew it would take um, my own flesh and blood to get me uh, mm-hmm. to to come. Because had it not been uh, one of my own children or my, or my wife, I I would not have. I, I look back on that, and I could have sat at a table with the Pope and the Bishop and. <laughs> Father Richard and everybody, and and I would have just said, fellas, thanks, but no thanks. I appreciate your effort, yeah, uh, et cetera. But there was just no way. It was a chasm that could not be. Um, yeah. uh, but the Holy Spirit knew that. That's what it took. It would take. It would take my own daughter and let your guard down at least enough to. Come. Well, our, our initially our, at least in my mind, our. our thought was uh, we need to do this study to figure out the ins and outs to develop a case to get her out ah, and yeah. in that effort to build the case against Catholicism the case mm-hmm. was built 
For Catholicism. Yeah. Yeah, you seek truth, truth will find you. There, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. right. And there was many, many discussions, much dialogue that went on during that time mm. with her. Probably some hurt and, feelings, too. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've, she is someone that has always been so intentional and so faith-filled and um, so we knew that this was not taken lightly and we knew what she would have to give up. So we knew something was really compelling. Mm -hmm. And she had from freshman year on talked to the priest and um, went in with questions and took that very seriously. We would feed her questions (laughs) to stump the priest, Ah. (laughs) which is embarrassing to say now. (laughs) That's really kind of what I was doing. Um, And uh, needless to say, uh, we didn't ever stump the priest. (laughs) We like to end each week with a call to action. This week's call to action uh, is basically just to remain open uh, to everybody the Lord puts in your life. We saw how Dee had her generational seeds planted in her life and her friends planted. We saw how Brent had his his group of people encouraging him, dragging him more and more to things. So just always approach the Lord with openness and to seek to truth more. Yeah, I think that nails it. Mm-hmm. Let's end with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Mm-hmm. Loving Father, thank you so much for all the seeds you've planted in the Dilt's life. Thank you for the seeds that you've planted in our life, for our parents and for everybody generationally who's led us to this moment. Lord, we ask that everybody who hears this approaches you with openness. We ask that everybody who hears this is grateful for the many people you've put in their life, is grateful for their parents, is grateful for their friends, and learns to recognize truth where you put it. We ask this all in your name. Amen. 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 Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.